Hello. Oh, okay. <laughs> you going for a pee? Ah, uh, no, I'll be right. Okay. Sure. Yeah, the moment's gone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can eat goo. I've got a pee window. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> Just open it up. Yeah, yeah. nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> And welcome to Darren and Matt's 80s Adventure! My name's Matt. And my name is Darren. And this week we are looking at Friday, Friday the 13th. 13th. Yep, so grab your Monopoly and let's, uh, <laughs> let's get naked. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, oh, just in general. Oh, yeah, 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 right, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, we're going back to 1980. Right at the start of the decade. It is nice to go back to 1980 as well, because everything's so different. Mm-hmm. Oh, isn't it just? The film charts, the, the, I'm, I'm assuming the, 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 oh, yes. the pop charts. If you like. That's pop charts. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a real hangover from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, as is the film. As is the film, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it really <laughs> is a hangover from the 70s. Yeah, but uh, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll find out all about that when we get there. Good week? Yeah, not bad. A few, yeah. few good gigs. Yeah. Yeah, ball ache travel on some of them, but like mm. really lovely gigs. Nice. So yourself. Nice. Yeah, well, I'm deep in rehearsals at the moment for uh, for a little show that I'm doing. Uh, I say a little show. I'm in Oliver this week. <laughs> as, it, as it were. It really doesn't sound right, does it? Um, no, it doesn't. <laughs> but no, I've had a couple of nice gigs this week as well. So yeah, all good in the hood. Excellent. And it was so good getting back to it last week, doing mm. a bit of uh, Back to the Future yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we are back, obviously. And we're going somewhere completely different this week. We are, yeah. A wee horror, because we unfortunately missed Halloween. So we've gone back to 1980. Uh, any facts for, fa- fa- facts for us? Indeed I do. Oh, good. So, first of all, looking at the uh, the cinema charts, uh, going back to 1980, the, 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 the charts are a little fluffy. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, so in the UK, number three. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Jerk. Oh, yeah. yeah Is that yeah. Steve Martin, I believe? Uh, yeah. The Jerk. Let's have a look. Mm. Hey, uh, careful what you search for there. Yes. Yeah, from 79. Mm. So, uh, yeah, The Jerk uh, is Steve Martin. Mind. Bernadette Peters. Oh, Bernadette, hey, of course. Yes, yeah, Bernadette Peters. Number two was 1941. Don't know that one. It's a Spielberg film. Oh, is it? Mm, I think I think it's a Spielberg war film. That would yeah. make sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And number one in the UK uh, was American Gigolo. Oh, uh, what's his face? Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Come on, brain. I think they've just done a series of American Gigolo oh, as really? well. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, um, I should say it was what May the 9th? Uh, 9th of May. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, in the US, mm-hmm. uh, at number three, Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> okay. Never seen it. Uh, it's uh, oh god, it's a real drama. Is it? Yeah, about divorce and stuff and fighting over kids. It's oh. real heavy. So not a boxing film, right? <laughs> no, definitely <laughs> between not. Well, two I mean, brothers. Well, no, definitely not. Okay, no. I, I've never seen it. Never uh, seen it. Well, I haven't seen it for a long, long time. I remember being absolutely blown away by it. Um, I had to Google this one. Yeah. Huh? Have you ever heard of the nude bomb? No. It, it's uh, like Maxwell Smart. If I said that to you, would that make sense? Like, no. Okay. No, not at all. Uh, Sylvia Cristel. If I said that to oh, yeah. you, would you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a name I've not heard for a while. No, I know. Right? <laughs> was she Emmanuel? Yes. Yes. Yes, she was. Oh, so, or, or something. Or something so, so like she, that yeah, yeah, yeah. that you saw as a teenager. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so the new bomb is uh, Don Adams' as Agent 86. I think they did a film with Steve Carell, maybe, called Get Smart years okay. later or something. But yeah, the nude bomb was number two. Right. And at number one, Friday the 13th. Oh, straight in number one. Straight in at number one. Mm. Uh, which is amazing considering its budget. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, so it's the top three on each side of the pond because the records to get really fuzzy at the beginning of the 80s for... Or fluffy. Or fluffy. Or fluffy. So, also in 1980, Apple makes its first initial public offering on the US stock market. Oh, okay. Yeah, then, yeah. Right. I mean, I yeah. think if you'd have invested then... Oh, God. Yeah, you'd be a millionaire. Well... Multi-millionaire. I was two, so I didn't really... I think I missed the window. God damn it. That window again. <laughs> what is it about <laughs> windows today? And we'll get to that in the film. Apple, windows, see? Amazing. Nice. See, we, we don't just chuck this together. 
Um, that year in the States, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies won the World Series. So in right. baseball, so now I've, I've recently got into baseball, but I thought it was a particularly pertinent fact because at time of recording, uh, Philadelphia Phillies are one game away from being in this year's World Series. Mm. So there we go. There you go. Wowzers. Yeah. Philadelphia Phillies. The Phillies, yeah, they, they got creative with their names. Yeah. Um, I thought it was crazy. The world population in 1980. Yeah. 4.4 billion. Right. We're nearly at eight. Mm. That's really scary. Been a lot of shagging in the last 40 years, hasn't there? Phil, right. Well, I'm glad someone's doing it. Yeah. I can't remember what it's all about, to be honest. At my age. Uh, you're only... Anyway. Shut up, Lee. Right, so... <laughs> also, we lost Alfred Hitchcock that year. Huh? Did we find him again? No. No. And finally, the uh, you know the Radio Caroline on the yes, on the ship yeah, on, so, on, on the boat the the Mi Amigo. Did you know that? No. That was called the Mi Amigo, and that sank oh. in 1980. Oh, so there we are. Were they that, on it at the time? Uh, I've seen the film, you know, so I should try oh, and remember the boat that rocked. The boat that rocked. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So there we are. That's uh, some of the facts from 1980. Nice. How about we uh, have a little look at the charts? Okay, as Matt said, uh, Friday the 13th was first released in Canada and the USA on the 9th of May 1980. And so this week, we are looking at the UK Top 10 for the week commencing the 4th of May 1980. At number 10 this week, it's a rise of one place for the undertones and my perfect cousin. It's a massive rise of 22 places from last week's 31 to this week's number 9 for hot chocolate and no doubt about it. And not from 23 to this week's 8, it's Motorhead and Golden Years, the EP. It's another climber at number 7, up from 13, it's The Groove from Rodney Franklin. And falling from last week's number 5 to this week's number 6, it's Sky and Takata. Into the top 5, it's last week's number 4, it's David Essex and Silver Dream Machine. It's another fall of one place from last week's 3 to this week's 4 for Blondie and Call Me. Last week's two has also fallen one place to this week's three. It's Paul McCartney and coming up. Rising from last week's 15 to this week's number two, it's Johnny Logan and What's Another Year. And it's a non-mover at number one for Dexy's Midnight Runners and Gino. And that was the UK Top 10 for the week commencing the 4th of May, 1980. So there we go. Yeah, a lot of 70s. A lot of 70s, yeah. yeah. Now, a uh, little little thing there. Um, one of those songs mm, yeah. is, um. uh, like, it holds a real special place in my heart. Oh, okay. So a friend of mine, uh, Gemma, when I was a kid, I, I met her when I was three, like we were both three years old. We kind of grew up together. She gave me a record. Right. One of those, right? right? It was one of those on record, and I played it over and over again, and I just loved the song. Any idea what, what it might be? Ooh, let's have a look. Johnny Logan? No. No. Gino? No. Hang on. I've only got eight options left. <laughs> no doubt about it. Hot chocolate? No. Then No. Silver, Silver Dream, Dream Machine. Machine. <laughs> of course. David Essex. It's such a good song. Is it? I have a dream. <laughs> Silver Dream Machine. I mean... Yeah, it's. Do you know what? That's probably why I like Grease too so much. When uh, when when he's singing that song, you know, <laughs> love will turn back. Oh, God. It's reminiscent of that. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love Silver Dream Machine. Yeah, thank it's... you, Gemma, for the record. Yeah, thanks, Gemma. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but at number ten, it's one of Sarah's favourite songs, especially from this year at Rewind. My perfect cousin from the Undertones. Yeah, that's a good song. That's a cracker. Yeah. Okay, so outside the top ten. Uh, we've got Food for Thought. It's a double A side with King from Newbie 40. Ivory Madonna. <laughs> That's going to be on our heads. Yeah. <laughs> Another group we've seen at 17, The Beat with Mirror in the Bathroom. Full for Your Loving at 21 from White Snake. Yeah, I like White Snake. Yeah. Talk of the Town at 22 from The Pretenders. And my Oh My from Sad Cafe at 24. 25, Michael Jackson, She's Out of My Life. Uh, Let's Go Round Again from The Average White Band at 28. Nightboat to Cairo from Madness at 29. This just sounds so like, it really feels so alien yeah. to the 80s, it's though, isn't it? It's not poppy pop at all, is it? No. That, that we would get to know. Uh, take Good Care of My Baby from Smokey at 34. 
And Dance Yourself Dizzy from Liquid Gold at 40. Do you know that one? No, I don't think I do. Maybe I've heard it. Yourself Dizzy. It's real disco, cheesy, shitty British disco. We, did, we just had that at the beginning of the 80s, though, yeah. didn't we? We had that disco hangover. Yeah. A disco hangover. Yeah. Well, we've all had them. Ooh, <laughs> can yeah. I have one tomorrow? Yeah. When we go into tech for the show. Brilliant. Anyway, yes, yeah, so that's the. Uh, the top 10 from the, the 4th of May, 1980. Brilliant. I like that. Mm. Here am I, going for another try. <laughs> Dad, <you're> so <laughs> Silver dream Mirror machine. Mirror in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay then. So uh, at this point, how about we go to your five-step challenge? week Darren has a challenge to get from last week's film or last time's film to this time's film in a certain amount of steps it starts at five and goes all the way down to one so this week Darren has three steps to get from last week's film which was back to the future to this week's film which is Friday the 13th can it be done let's find out I mean with Kevin Bacon I'm not surprised exactly (laughs) okay as Matt said I've got three steps to get from back to the future to Friday the 13th and we start this week with one of the stars of Back to the Future, obviously. And that was Christopher Lloyd, who played Doc Brown. So, step one. Christopher Lloyd was in Who Framed Roger Rabbit with Joanna Cassidy. Step two. Joanna Cassidy was in Blade Runner with M. Emmett Walsh. And step three. M. Emmett Walsh was in The Gift with Kevin Bacon, who plays Jack in Friday the 13th. And that's the three-step challenge. Amazing. Yeah, and it had to be. It had to be Kevin Bacon. Oh, Kev Spakers. (laughs) Kev Spakers. So next week you'll be absolutely fine as well. Uh, Will I? Well, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon is somebody. I mean, everybody. Yeah. Two steps. There's not much choice in this film to go from uh, from somebody to somebody else, is there? Um, No, Mm, no, there really is. Unfortunately, not. But there we go. That's fine. Yeah. So that's the three-step challenge. Mm. Mm. And now we've done that, uh, it's time for our initial reaction. Uh, I don't know if I said it at the beginning, but this is episode 89. Uh, that means it's an odd-numbered episode. So, Matt, you get to go first. I'm guessing there's no Watch With Mother this week. There really wasn't, no. Um, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I, I don't know what I expected, because before I went to watch it, yeah. both you mm. and uh, John, a friend of ours, uh, turned around and said, yeah, don't expect much. <laughs> yeah. I did not hate it. Okay, that's good. Um, that, that's a glowing recommendation. If yeah. they ever re-release it, they're going to put that on the poster. Uh, no, it, I, I think it's not without its problems, but I think I think what they achieved for that budget, mm-hmm. um, and I, I, think it's, I think it starts better than it finishes, Yeah, it was a pretty decent way to spend some time. Mm. So I, I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I was expecting. I think that's maybe because I'd set my expectations so low. Yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Great. So, uh, yeah, what about yourself? Uh, yeah, pretty much the same. I mean, I'd seen it before, so a lot of the uh, the, the scares or the, the, the jump scare or the the mystery of who it is, it's you know, completely out the window. Oh, that got spoiled before I watched it. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good, fun slasher movie. It, it starts off if you like, almost starts off the, the, the franchise or the idea of, of, of slasher movies. and uh, But yeah, it's, it's, it's a good fun, good fun film. There's some great effects in it. There's some pretty naff effects in it now, looking back. But yeah, it's, it's fine. It's, it's a good fun slasher movie that isn't totally shit, but no. it's, not, it's not brilliant either. But you know what? I, it just, I, know, I know we don't elaborate too much on this, mm. but... When it started, and you know, maybe about a third into it, I thought, do you know, if this carries on like this, mm. it's going to be quite a decent film. Yeah, uh, uh, it yeah. didn't. It didn't, uh, unfortunately. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll talk about that once we uh, go deeper in. But yeah, when, when we get to the third act. Mm. Anyway, yes. So that's our initial reaction. Should we take a short break? Yeah, let's let's get some more beer. I really need okay. some beer to talk about this. That's great. Let's do that. And we're back, part two of Darren and Matt's 80s adventure, where we are jumping back into the 70s when we were in, a, in our break there, just having a little dance, a little boogie. 
Yeah, we were. And for this week, we are looking at Friday the 13th. Mm -hmm. Actually, not long after Friday the 13th has just passed. Oh, yeah. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I didn't even make the link. But there we go. Anyway, long-time listeners... What now? (laughs) I don't know. Long-time listeners of the podcast will know... Oh, Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Finished? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Long-time listeners to the podcast would know that at this point in the podcast, Matt has a challenge to give us the synopsis of the film, and he has as many seconds as the film has minutes. So, Matthew, how long was the film? It was one hour and 35 minutes. Mm, bit long. So you have one minute, 35 seconds to give us the synopsis. Are you ready? I am indeed. Then let's have Das Jingle. And if you're still ready... The film opens in the 50s with a couple of camp counsellors sneaking off to have sexy time. The film then jumps to present day. We meet Annie, who's going to Camp Crystal Lake to work as a cook. The townsfolk warn her not to go, and when she gets dropped off there, she's picked up and killed. We then meet the rest of the camp counsellors, Ned, Jack, Marcy, Bill, Brenda, Alice, and they're setting up for the arrival of the kids. They kill a snake, and Weird Ralph from the village warns them that they're in trouble. Ned is killed and the night turns stormy. Marcy and Jack have sexy time on a bunk bed under the corpse of Ned and how they didn't notice is absolutely beyond me. Jack is killed on the bed and Marcy in the toilets. Bill, Alice and Brenda play strip poker and I feel like they should have spent more time on this scene. Anyway, as it happens, the game finishes early and Brenda goes back to her cabin and then goes out into the rain and is killed. Bill and Alice try to phone for help but the phone line is cut. The owner of the camp, Steve, has gone into town and is killed upon returning and Bill suffers a similar fate when trying to get the generator working. Alice is the only one left and badly barricades herself into a room, but when Brenda's body is thrown through, runs out into the arms of Mrs. Burries. She then gives, a, a, who then gives us a bit of exposition before trying to kill Alice. A pretty comical fight ensues before Alice kills Mrs. Burries. She then seeks refuge on a boat until the morning when the police turns up and it appears she is dragged into the water by the undead child of Mrs. Burries, Jason. Alice wakes up in a hospital, find out everyone is dead, and we leave the film on a shot of the lake where bubbles are popping to the surface. And you know what? They surely won't continue this story, will they? Okay. Just remind us, how long was the film? One thirty-five. <laughs> so you have 1 minute 35 seconds to give us the synopsis. You did it in. Drum roll. Get those shots ready. 135.9 oh seconds. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Wow. Right. That's like, the, I don't know, the third, fourth time I've done that? This year, I think, as well. Yeah, we did say we could do shots, didn't we? Yeah. Ah, well, we forgot it. the shots. Yeah, fuck it. Mm. <sighs> yeah, well, there we go. I've got to pull you up on one thing, though. What's that? They didn't play strip poker. Did I say poker? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, that's good. Right, there we go. Bang on, pretty oh, much. Oh, yeah. I, do you know what? Mm. I suppose that when, when I just typed strip, I put poker <laughs> right after it. As a, No, they played Strip Monopoly. Yeah. Yes. Or just think about what you wanted to do to her. Hmm? Huh? <laughs> what? Well, there we go. So that's your challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go deeper in. Uh, any alternate castings for us? Uh, yeah, apparently uh, Sally Field was offered mm-hmm. the role of Alice, but turned it down. Right. And uh, Adrian King auditioned for the roles of Brendan, Marcy and Annie before being cast as Alice. Mm. So, yeah, that's, I mean, I I was reading a little bit about the casting where they were saying that they just wanted people that looked, they were good looking young yeah. kids. They didn't care about their acting ability. Well, evidently. <laughs> I mean, bacon's cool. Bacon's good. Yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, they're not all dreadful. However. <laughs> Let's leave that there. Mm. So, uh, yes, uh, a budget, as you alluded to earlier, of 550k. Which I did the conversion. Right. So that translates roughly nowadays to about 2 million. That's bugger all, really, isn't it? For, yeah, for a film, no. Yeah. Uh, but a box for my lifestyle, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. So, yeah, budget 550k, which returned at the box office roughly 59.8 million. I mean, Jesus Christ, I mean, that's yeah, that's crazy. I mean, last week's was crazy as well. This is, yeah, anyway, yeah, but so this is another world, isn't it? 550,000. Mm. I mean, yeah. It's and it's all gone up on the screen, Daz. I mean, you can see Oh, that. you can see where the money's been spent. <laughs> <coughs> yeah. 
Wowzers. Yes, uh, but talking about the budget, uh, apparently Sean S. Cunningham had the idea and pretty much nobody wanted to do it, did they? Uh, so he put... Was it piggy, like riding on the coattails? I piggyback. Like riding on the coattails of Halloween? Yes, yeah. From a couple of years before. Although I guess at the time of production, it would have been maybe the year before. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he basically just put a, a, a full-page spread, a full-page ad in Variety with Friday the 13th as the title just to see if he could attract any backers. Uh, and one of those backers uh, put up 25% of the budget. He'd worked with him before, a guy called Phil Scuddery. Uh, he was a financier on Last House on the Left, which was a Wes Craven film that, that they'd worked on together. But he couldn't raise the the rest of the budget, uh, uh, and Scudery or Scudery offered one hundred percent of the budget. But he didn't want to give Cunningham didn't want him to have basically one hundred percent of the control. But couldn't find any of the backers, so in the end, he took one hundred percent of the budget off him, and, and a very nice return they got from it. Crikey, did they mm. ever get a nice return? Yeah. Uh, what do you think of the alternative title? A Long Night at Camp Blood. Yeah, I mean, I think Friday the 13th is catchier. Uh, yeah. I don't mind that title, though, A Long Night at Camp Blood. I think it's... Uh, it's right. It's when you f- yeah, factor in the sequels. Mm, yeah. yeah <laughs> God, yeah. Yeah, A Long Night at Camp Blood, Jason takes oh, Manhattan. Yeah, just quickly. I do have some, uh, yeah, no, I've done the alternate casting. I'm pissed. Uh-oh. So, no, um, yeah, I, I, just looking into the sequels, mm-hmm. by the way, whilst oh we're there. Oh, my God, yeah, good luck with that. Fuck Jeez. me. Yeah. I didn't realise there were so many. So, right. And it's a little bit like the Police Academy of the Horror World, isn't, isn't it? it? Yeah. <laughs> so, so we've got Friday the 13th, then part two the next year, part three the year after that. They take a year break. Mm-hmm. You know, they want well, to get this one right. You need it, innit, guy? They got the, they, what's it, the final chapter yeah. in 1984. Of course, in 1985. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got the next one, which is called A New Beginning. So, because mm-hmm. you had the final chapter, so you yeah. need the new Resurrected beginning. Resurrected by a thunderstorm, if I remember rightly. Right, I mean, a, a this is my first lightning. one. This is my first one, by the way. Right. So, yeah, this is. Uh, then we have uh, part six. Jason lives. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And then we go on to. Oh, they took a couple of years. I want mm-hmm. to get it right again? Part seven. <laughs> part seven. The new blood. Yeah. Right. Okay. Then we go on to part eight. Is that Jason in hell? Oh no, that's Jason takes Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. I mean, Jason's. Jason's coming a long way since this film. Well, especially considering he's dead in the first film. And he goes to hell in uh, the 90s, doesn't yeah. he? And then you've got Jason X, then Freddy V. Jason. Yeah. And then Jason in space. And <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, there's launching a franchise, and then there's this. Because I, I, having never seen this, I assumed we were getting Jason. Mm-hmm. So when it wasn't Jason, that would have been a good twist had I not been doing a bit had of research not, yeah. for the podcast. And I went, oh, hmm. oh, who's this lady who's very talented? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, you bitch. I mean, she, I, I didn't mind her, she, Right, okay, she didn't want to do it, did she? No. She, she called it a piece of shit or yeah. whatever else and threw the script away. Yeah. I mean, people in class houses, she wasn't great. Apparently she got paid... 10 grand a day or a grand a day or something. Right. For 10 days work. I mean, that's a lot of the budget, isn't it? Well, she needed a new car. That's the only reason she did it, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, she, if she'd have asked for points on the film, mm-hmm. she'd yeah. have done very well. Yeah, very well. Um, look, no, I'm not being disingenuous. I just think, like, physically, I didn't believe it. Mm. Funny enough, Sarah said exactly the same. She's very strong for, for an older yeah. lady. You know, stringing people up and yeah, whatever well, that's, else. That's funny yeah. enough, she's, you know, she's picked, just picked up a guy and hung up. Why did she shoot him with an arrow in the in the knob? That's uh, out of order. Because, because sex is wrong and sex is why Jason was not being looked at by the camp counsellors. Yeah, he, he was an ugly little fucker, wasn't he? Well, he, what, he was after 30 years in a lake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no need to shoot a man in the knob, though. <laughs> There's never a good reason to shoot exactly, a man in the knob. Exactly. Robocop did it. You didn't have a problem with it. Yeah, but David, naughty man. Right, okay. <laughs> Let's just take that one. I don't have sex. There we go. Uh, I like the fact that the film at the start doesn't hang about. It, it just gets on with the film. So, you, you know, you have the little, the the, uh, the pre-credits bit. Uh, yeah. And when was- then... You see the, the, all the kids arriving in, in the present, uh, but it doesn't hang about. You know, no. they're, they're, they're killing people already. You got crazy Rolf or whatever his name is, uh, and, and it just it launches straight away into, into the film with some good kills, 
But I just found by the third act, it almost ground to a halt. Yeah. It, it, it does. The beginning gives me vibes of a film that came out a year later, actually. Uh, American Werewolf in London, when they yep. go into you know, stick to the path of local legend mm-hmm. that has sort of got out about Camp Crystal Lake. And you've got the kind of interesting villagers, yeah. or I say villagers, sorry, townspeople, whatever else, yep. uh, who were like, <laughs> One rode out on a bike to say you're in danger. <laughs> in a very, very comic way. And then there was the policeman that came mm-hmm. out in the, on the motorbike. Yeah. What? Some amazing acting there. Yeah, I mean, it was brilliant. Yeah. 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 Um, even down to when uh, the, the guy went to town and he was having some food there. Mm. I thought there's something sus about that waitress. <laughs> yeah, she's not an actress. Right. Okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I mean the characters. I liked most of the characters. Yeah, the 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 the, the, sort of the camp counselors. Mm. I quite liked them. The, they were fine. None of the characters are, are totally natural or believable, though. No, that and I'll be honest. Thing. It took me a long time to learn their names. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, you got Kevin Bacon and others. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I like the fact they set up Annie. It makes it look like she's going to be the lead of the film. Hmm. Uh, and then yeah. she, she's bumped off within a quarter of an hour. The that was brilliant. Home. That was completely... Because uh, I thought she... I mean, she did that running away and you had that that shot where you just see her limping and... Yeah, of course. But <laughs> some of this was... Maybe I've seen too many parody films, but some of this was like, you know, she's going away. I'm expecting like, ah, you yeah. shot me in the leg. Mm-hmm. Or when they're chucking stuff at what's-her-face later, I was like, this is funny, man. Yeah. But to be fair, at the end, Sayers was pissing herself laughing. I said, that's not the point. You should be scared. Oh, yeah. I said, well, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the characters are all right. As we said, it's, it's, it's incredibly formulaic. But it could be argued that this started the formula. Right. Uh, you know, being, I guess, the second ever slasher movie as, as such. But you have things like a storm, a full moon, lots of POV shots, naughty, naughty sex. If you have sex, you've had it. Yeah, yeah. but then the director said that was never his intention as well. And like, no woman's safe. Because mm. like, some of them were quite innocent and they yeah. were killed. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying with the, the, the horror, as you know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's that, done in, that genre uh, in Scream. Mm-hmm. You know, they list them, don't they? A, a bit of mist. They're out somewhere remote. Uh, a car breaking down. There's all these little, this little tick list. It's almost like horror film 101, isn't it? So. Yeah, I mean, look, I've had sex once or twice in my life. You remember? I think I would notice if there's somebody <laughs> dead on a top bunk. Yeah. If someone was dripping on Dripping you. blood, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'd, <laughs> oh, uh, let's not go there. <laughs> I'd, but I thought they were going to do that when, uh, I think she was on top of him at one point. I thought mm. they were going to drip blood on her back. Yeah. And it was going to stop them having sexy time. But no, I didn't. I didn't. Like, I didn't. I didn't expect him to die the way he did, though. Mm. Just straight through this. Yeah, quite, it's quite a good effect that one. Yeah, I think that one works all right. Mm-hmm. I'm not. Wasn't convinced by um, Annie having a throat slashed against the tree. No, it doesn't help that she's a different colour to the prosthetics. No, no, that's it. Um, but also, you're fighting daylight there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, you've got the genius. It's Tom Savini, so he can do no wrong in my eyes. So, yeah, the characters are a bit weird, but they're likable enough. As I say, the film doesn't hang about at the start, uh, but for me, I can get past Crazy Ross. Doomed. You're all doomed. Like <laughs> with fucking, a bit of spit at the with side. A bit of <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, but it's like something out of Dad's Army, isn't it? Doomed. Um, yeah, the film doesn't hang about. It's not brilliant. It just, it just would have been nice to maybe get to know the characters a bit mm. so you care about who's dying yeah true it's just an option i mean you got the guy dancing around in the the, the the native american outfit yeah it's all just so forced yeah i guess he's he's supposed to be the kooky character but, but yeah you don't and get to just, know him well enough yeah to miss him when he gets killed and yeah. then a couple that are always going to have sex and, yeah. yeah and then just some of the things are just well i mean we'll, we'll get there we'll get there okay before we get so you've obviously read about the snake yeah. That's horrible, man. Uh, well, yes. And, uh, it's fucking horrible. It's, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. So if you, if you don't know, in the film, there was a snake there and they actually did chop it up. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, uh, yeah. I'm uh, not a snake fan, but you don't deserve that. Uh, cruelty for, for entertainment is a massive, mm. massive no. 
No. I mean, cruelty for anything is a massive no. But just doing it for, for the sake of, nah, that, that was completely unnecessary. They could have, it's an effect. You don't have to do it for real. And you can tell it's fucking real as well because the poor thing's still fucking wriggling around. It's the same in Apocalypse Now when they slaughter the cow. It's just fuck off, basically. You don't need to do that. Yeah, um, no, I agree. Yes, but there we go. Um, going back to the, the production of the film, apparently Lou Reed uh, was a neighbour uh, and, and popped into the, the shoot. And, yeah, I saw know, that. Played music and stuff. Uh, and another little parallel to Halloween. In Halloween, obviously, you had the son of Janet Lee. The daughter of Janet Lee. I know where you're going. Jamie Lee Curtis. And in this, uh, you had Harry Crosby, who was Bing Crosby's son. So there's another little parallel there with Halloween. You can see it. Yes. You can really see it, can't you? Yeah, you can. You can. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. Very close. Very close. And I like the fact that if I hadn't known who the killer was, you sort of suspect different people at different times. And towards the end... It could well have been Bill before he got shot in the knob. Um, but yeah, <laughs> poor bastard gets hung from a fucking door. He gets his throat cut and shot with three three arrows. And one of them's in his knob. What's all that about? Outrageous. But yes, so character-wise, they're, they're all a bit weird. Uh, but I think the film's all right. It's, it's, a, yeah, it's it, a typical it slasher. And, and, and I think, you know, it started very well. It started very well, and I was hoping to get to another bit more. And as you say, I thought it was all about Annie at first, and then mm. she's not okay. She, so Annie's definitely Annie's not, not okay. okay. <laughs> um, and then it's just as you say, the third act. As soon as um, as soon as Mrs. Vuries turns mm. up, it just it becomes something else because the suspense is gone. Then you know it. I mean, you know it's her for God's sake. But also, why would uh, there's some logic in there? You're like. Okay, you've just barricaded yourself really badly. Uh, you've, you put stuff up against the door that opens outwards. outwards. That's one of my notes as well. Uh, yeah, you tied a rope around it. Yeah, and you've then you put, put stuff against, against it. So put, put, put pressure against it. So you just exactly. What are you doing? But also, when what's her face comes crashing through the window, and then they go outside and blah blah blah. She goes back there again before that she goes down to the beach. It's... And then when she goes down to the beachy little bit, she just sits in a boat. All she's done is whack the woman. She hit her, and then what I'm going to do? I'm going to face the other way. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to face the other way whilst I see a shadow coming up, and then I'm going to pick up an oar and yeah. use it like a I don't know defensive. But it it was just I agree with your wife. Um, the, the 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 rumble between mm. the two characters at the end. It just it didn't feel right, and it didn't feel like that is the person that uh, I'm not saying you know, a woman is not capable of doing this. No, mm. it's just the, the actual, I couldn't fucking lift a guy up into a tree. No, but they, they do say, uh, as we've had quoted in films before, a madman has the strength of 10. Yeah. So maybe that's where, I don't know. Who knows? She, I mean, but, she is, okay, what the fuck blood. else has she been doing as well for 30 years? So Weightlifting, obviously. Well, she, yeah, she killed those two. <laughs> and so 30 years later, she's like, oh, oh they're starting up the camp again. Yeah. Not on my watch. Exactly. Brooding. Um, even if they'd have like got a stunt double, mm. like in flash dance or something, <laughs> just to do the fights or something like that, right. or just cut it in a different way, it just did not feel believable. Maybe you could have had a montage of her working out. Oh, imagine <laughs> getting strong. Yeah, getting strong. Uh-huh. Nice, nice. Yeah, um, that's the only thing that let me down a little bit because what I think once the killer's unmasked, they they lose their power. They they're mm. not as scary and. I was expecting Jason. So, yeah, yeah but that, that's hindsight, isn't it? It's, mm. uh, but yeah. then you say Friday the 13th, you think of Jason. Of course. Yeah. And as someone that, that never that, ever watched a Friday the 13th film, I was like, films. it would have been a good surprise to me if I hadn't mm. done some research. Yeah. Uh, that's a shame. That's a shame. But I guess in 1980, it would have been a, one hell of a twist. Um, but yeah, I, I, I found that the film actually ground to a halt for me before Voorhees arrived. Uh, you know, when, when she's just, uh, what's she called, Alice? Is it Alice? Who the yeah. fuck is Alice? Exactly. When Alice is in, uh, when Bill goes out to the generator and, and disappears. Yeah, because the best thing to do is break up when exactly. you know, there's a killer exactly. on those, yeah. And then she just sort of stood in the kitchen. Uh, and just, you can't say that. Got, got <laughs> <laughs> she's a lady. Uh, um, so yeah, she's in the kitchen. She's trying to choose which, which weapons 
And she picks out a barbecue fork. You got fucking knives and pans and and everything. You 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 had a fucking axe in the bed just now. Oh, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of the so uh, quick offshoot. Years and years and years ago, about twenty years ago, uh, some of us trying to play a practical joke on someone and pretending that house was burger. We said to a friend that wasn't in on it, "Quick, grab a weapon," and he picked up some talcum powder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, throw it in their eyes. Yeah, yeah. There's that. Well, so again, all the weapons around it, yeah. Mm, and that man went on to be. <laughs> it's a secret. Anyway, yeah. But I, 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 on the flip side of, um, <laughs> of the taking the piss stuff, it's a fantastically well made film. For, yeah, for, it know, really for such is a well cheap, made. Cheap budget. It looks beautiful. You know, the cinematography is great. Uh, as I say, the effects are mostly great. I, th- I really, really like mm. the effects. Yeah. Again, all practical, all physical effects. Uh, it just takes a funny turn. Like, it, there's a certain point in the film, isn't it? And it just... Meh. That's what yeah. that, that, that's the feeling for me. Like, oh. I was sad there because I watched a few bits again tonight. And it's, like I said, just before Mrs. Voorhees arrives at the, at the camp, Alice has just stood in the kitchen looking around, doing lots of bad eye acting. And it goes on for about three or four minutes. Like, fucking get on with it. Alice, who wakes up, they're all dead. Oh, God. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> yeah. At least she's back for the sequel, eh? <laughs> yeah. But uh, the, you know, in, in real life, she ended up with a, a stalker, didn't she? Yeah, after yeah. this film, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I think, what's it, uh, Marcy, mm. uh, she went on to, uh, I think, become somebody quite big in business. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was never going to be an actress. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ouch. Uh, and, and another thing with uh, Betsy Palmer... Who plays Mrs. Voorhees? She she wasn't brought into the film till later, was she? Mm-hmm. And there was a, a point when they brought her on, and they, the first thing she rehearsed with um, Adrian King. Adrian King, yeah. First thing she did with Adrian King was rehearse the fight inside the cabin with the slaps. Uh, and Betsy Palmer oh actually slapped her, gave her two slaps, and made her cry. I think it's quite funny. It's very method. This slaps for me looked a little bit like Naked Gun. Mm, I think probably because of the first rehearsal when she got, you know, Bessie Palmer was told not to do it, basically. So it, the, the weird thing, like one of the last moments we get, she's on that canoe and then just, she dips her hand yeah. in the water. I'm like, what are you trying to fall asleep and pee mm-hmm. or something? <laughs> and giving weird looks into the sky. Yeah. Yeah, very strange. Was that, was the, that uh, to give the, some of their cues so that they yeah, could jump out of the right. water? I'm going to look up now. Three, two, one. But yeah, it's a pretty good twist or a pretty good jump scare mm-hmm. if you didn't know it was coming. No, I didn't. I, I, I didn't. Nice. I didn't. It was yeah. no jump scare. No? No. I You're was expecting bit, it? Or? No, I wasn't expecting right. it. I just bored by that point. No, I wasn't bored <laughs> at all. I'm very, I, I will say that. I wasn't bored by this right. film. Just... I think so. I think that they've got much better nowadays with, um, yeah, time in the music and whatever else with jump scares. That of course, I think I've been desensitized a yeah. little bit. Yeah, I think you're right. Anyway, um, should we do our, the highs and lows? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. My uh, first high when I get the screen up again. Um, actually, yeah, it talks about the effects. So okay. I, 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 I said the effects are very, very good, on the whole. Uh, and and for that sort of budget, it's it, you could you could see it's a true master behind the effects. Mm. Um, m- much in the same way we praise the effects of American Werewolf, mm-hmm. this is this is this is cracking. There's not a lot that I went ooh, mm. but, and this is forty odd years, what forty three years on. Yeah, Great. so yeah, the effects really like the effects. Nice. Okay, uh, well, my first highlight is uh, I liked the. The twists and turns of the of the the end, as much as I thought the third act slowed down almost to a fucking halt, I liked the the, the twist of Mrs. Voorhees being the killer. I liked the the the, the Jason coming up and pulling uh, pulling her off, pulling her off the boat. <laughs> and then I liked the bit in the hospital. Really, it's it's it's. Well, then he's still out there because it sets up the. Did that not feel a little bit like um, Bobby in the shower in Dallas or something <laughs> like that? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it, it, I, I yeah. did like it. Sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my first highlight. Okay. I liked the twist and turns in the script, and uh, yeah. My my second highlight is I, I liked the music. I right. really liked the music mm-hmm. because it just felt 
um, it, I've written it felt very prominent. Mm-hmm. It was very obvious, and it was just very apt. It felt mm. right for the film, apart from okay. the end music. You mm. know, which that that sweet sort of tinkly music when she's on the boat. It just felt so sweet, and it just felt so out of place. I don't know what that was designed to do. Mm. That was make you feel safe before the jump scare, but. I didn't like that bit of music, but uh, mostly the music I really felt, it just did feel like a slasher film. That's a, yeah. it, 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 it. Well, in that respect then, uh, if you don't mind, I'll jump in with my notes on the score. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, Harry Manfredini, who was, uh, well, basically is a horror composer, responsible for most of the franchise of uh, Friday the 13th. He also did the house film. Well, that, that was a lot of work for him. It really was. I think he's done about eight or nine of the buggers. Uh, he also did one of my favourite slasher films from the eighties as well. Dreadful film, but I really like it. Slaughter High. Oh, you keep talking oh, about I Slaughter High. I love it. Um, uh, and he did Swamp Thing as well. It's him doing the kill, 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 ma, 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 and the and the the voicey thing in the music. And I quite like the fact that he sort of pays homage to earlier films the, the stringy bit with the like psycho the, it's very psycho mm. the screeching strings he only uses music when the killer is actually present as john williams does in jaws there's i no, didn't clock that yeah there's no fake stuff there and also the fact he, he you know he's, he's got these bowed bass uh, bass uh, strings is very jaws as well a lot of it sounds quite jawsy and i i going sort of against what you said about the music at the end I like it because it's completely different to what we've had before. Where we've had the strings and the and the proper orchestra before, when we get to that point of the film, it's very synthy and almost a pop band e or a lounge band. A complete contrast to what we've had. Mm-hmm. To, uh, almost to say the film's over or the, the scares are over. Yeah, I, um, I, I get what it's going for. It just didn't land yeah, for me. Fair enough. Personally. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a great, great score. Really nice and... and, and like I say, I like the fact he uses the music mm. rather than just having it underscoring everything. I hadn't noticed that though. The whole mm. that the music's only there when the killer is. That's really yeah. that's that's interesting. Yeah. It's a very Jaws thing to John Williams thing to do, so great. Yeah, I like that. And also on the flip side of one of the things we've already talked about, my second highlight was actually Betsy Palmer uh, right. as Mrs. Voorhees. I liked her because as I said before, I like the twist, but I like the fact that okay, maybe in the hands of somebody else, it might work a bit better. Uh, but I like the fact that she's quite gentle. At, well, I, don't, at the start. I don't think she's to blame completely by no, herself. No, um, I like the fact she's quite gentle. I mean, she's obviously completely gone in the head. Um, you know, she's speaking like Jason. Oh, the, the, the bit where Alice is inside uh, and she hears the child's voice. Well, no, it's Brenda that hears the child's voice, isn't it? And she goes out looking around. That's quite a creepy moment. So I like that. And I like the fact she's just fucking mental. It's as simple as that. You don't expect it. So yeah, that was really, uh, well, that was my second highlight. Okay. I, I, I quite liked her. Grand. Good to hear. Okay. Um, my first low light was, I, there was just something a little bit off with the pacing. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, 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 it didn't kill the film for me, but it, the pacing just felt a little off in places. Mm. And it, I think, I don't know. I don't know what could be done about that. I mean, you can't cut anything because it's only. I think there's a few. A few minutes you could cut. Well, maybe, maybe take it. Well, you you want to take it to a decent hour and a half. Is mm. that what it is? Yeah, I think just pace it up a bit in, in places. Mm. It starts really well for me. It starts brilliantly. Mm. But yeah, it's just the pacing was a bit funny in places. Mm. So that was one of my low lights. Mm-hmm. Uh, my first low light we've already talked about is the, the cruelty, the animal cruelty. It's completely that's, unnecessary. That's horrible. Um, yeah, just, just doing it for a film. Yeah, fuck off. Yeah, I was not happy about that at all. No. Completely unnecessary. So that's my first low light. My second low light completely <laughs> goes against what you just said. What you go on? Oh no, 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 oh, not, not what you've just oh, right. said. Yeah, yeah, what you said before. Should be more animal cruelty. Yeah, no, it's uh, the whole Jason's mother talking to herself was so cringy. Right, like I, I found that like. My teeth were starting to do it. So I was like, Kill her, mommy. Yeah, Kill her. That's it. Oh, I'll do it, son. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck, man? I mean, I think that's very difficult to do anyway. So I'm... Kill, 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 ma, ma, ma. But I'm not... 
I'm not blaming her a hundred percent because it's not just about how she performs it. It's how it's filmed and, mm. you know, and, and how it's lit and everything like that. Extreme so, close up. I mean, it was, and it felt really cringe. And then I've written, in fact, her in general. Um, <laughs> Isn't it funny? I guess I can contract two people can. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then my final bit on her, I, went, I just didn't believe she was the killer. Mm. That's, I think that's the only thing. I just didn't. Yeah. I think the whole film becomes pretty ludicrous towards the end, unfortunately. But yeah. But yeah, I just, I don't know. It didn't land. I mean, I, I think she's back for the sequel, maybe. Probably. I, I think most I people know. But yeah. I, no, I think know. she does make an appearance. Uh, obviously in she uh, was a bit of a low light for me okay Uh, because i think the killer is much more powerful when you don't see the face for a start Mm. um yeah she was a bit of a low light unfortunately and i don't think that was entirely her fault i think it was just some of the direction and the um gee stop bad man and betsy (laughs) 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 okay my second low light uh is, is a bit more of a a general thing I found that the acting and the script and some of the effects were pretty damn dodgy. Like I said before, why does Alice stay around the cabin? Why does she choose crap weapons? Why does she sit in the boat? It's just bizarre choices to put in the script. And her acting is is quite... Uh, I'm trying to say it nicely, but it's... it's Like Betsy Palmer. Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 a Betsy Palmer for you, um, but yeah, just some of the, the weird choices in the script uh, as well, and like I say, the, the the difference in skin tones on some of the prosthetics and things stood out. Like, but like I say, it's in, it's in harsh daylight. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that the chopping off the head was particularly brilliant. I don't think it was too bad though. I mean, no, not at all because they covered it up what, a little what bit. What sort of ruins it for me is I'm sure that's a, a man's hands, right? When it's doing that as the head's somersaulting through the air. I might be wrong. Maybe Betsy had uh, Perry Paul. Well, maybe that would explain her strength on the... Um... <laughs> oh, yes. yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she was... Uh, let's leave that there. Right. Um, <laughs> so, yes, that's my second low light. <laughs> okay. Right, Betsy there we go. Betsy wanted to be a Barry. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I was saying that. I mean, it's, it's been uh, an interesting experience talking about mm-hmm. it with you. And we've definitely done worse films. Oh, completely we have. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. looking at you, European vacation. <laughs> <laughs> mannequin. I love mannequin. I know you do. Oh, Christ. Do you, do you know what? I'd, I'd, I'd almost believe a mannequin comes back to life more than I'd believe her at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bitch. <laughs> well, let's take a break, shall we? Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's fucking gone. I hate that. Uh, I said you. A ruined sneeze. Bastard. And, and we're, we're back. back. Part three of Darren and Matt's 80s adventure, where we are looking at the standalone film, Friday the 13th. <laughs> yeah. mm, yes. Anyway, uh, again, long time listeners will know, uh, at this point in the podcast, we're going to have a quiz. Yes, we are. Uh, and as it stands, we've had eight quizzes so far in this block of ten. It's four each, which means we're going to have to do a lot of questions for next week because it could be a tie break at the end of next week's. Uh-huh. It might not be, but it could be. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it's four to Matt and it's four to me. Uh, let's see where we are at the end of this one being an odd number. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's have the jingle. Oh, no, it's it's time for the quiz. <laughs> Fucking hell. Eyes down for a full house. <laughs> yes, being an odd number episode, Matt gets to go first. So over to you, my friend. Okay. How many people will Annie be cooking for? Oh. Uh, 20? No. Uh, 60 people. 60? 50 kids and 10 staff. Uh, well, actually, she won't be, will she? No, she won't be. Poor old That's Annie. That's what she thought. But yeah, 50 people. Uh, sorry, 60 people, 50 kids and 10 staff. Okay, there we go. That's uh First blood to you, as it were. Uh, what does Marcy say she's been afraid of since she was a kid? I'm only smiling because I was... I couldn't think of the answer, so I was coming up with dirty answers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what has Marcy been afraid of? Um, she dies in a... Dies in a toilet, so... I don't know. Uh, toilet water. Um, drowning? Is that your final answer? Yeah. 
Storms. Storms. Yeah. Storms. Same thing. Water. Yeah. 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 So after one question each, uh-huh. that's one point each. All right. Um, so we find ourselves at Camp Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. What's the other lake called that's nearby? Tomahawk. Very well done. Ah, thank you very much. <sighs> Good job I noticed that again tonight, wasn't it? <laughs> Damn it. Uh, okay, question two for you. Okay, we mentioned her earlier. What's the name of the waitress at the diner? Sandy. Yay, it? there we go. It's <laughs> after two questions each. It's two points each. <laughs> nice. Oh, I like the fact we've put in equal amounts of effort. Each yeah. Week. I hope it doesn't go on too long because I haven't got that many questions. No. No, me neither. Um, okay, what's, what, what brand of coffee does Alice make? Oh, you bastard. Brand of coffee. I didn't notice that. Uh, it's the 80s. Nescafe? No, unfortunately. No. I don't know if it must be a low-budget thing. Right. Happy shopper. Well, <laughs> they had to go probably non-branded, so mm. Acme. <laughs> you are joking. No. Acme coffee? Yeah. Oh, please. So okay. I didn't know if that was like a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. Oh, I wish I'd noticed that. That's funny. Right. So if you get this one right, then uh, you've yeah, won. Yeah. Here we go, then. Uh, <laughs> I'm the person that's gone through so many of these quizzes going, yeah, it's not happening. I'm not <laughs> Right. Mrs. Voorhees. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I paid a lot of attention to her. <laughs> I know you did. Uh how does she identify herself when she first arrives at the camp? Um, as, see, the problem I got is I can't remember what the camp owner's called. Right. But she says, as a friend of the such and such is. If I answer? Yeah. I'll let you have that. You will? Yeah. Uh, uh, she's an old friend of the Christie's. Yeah. There Thank we you, go. Oh, it's 5.40 to you at the end of... Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, okay. Thank mm. you. That's very, very generous yeah, that's of you. That's all right. I, I can't be that, that pissy about that. It's but a, yeah, she, yeah. yeah, I remember she didn't say, yeah, and then... Later and then a bit later she, she says, I used to I work, work for, for the Christie's. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Uh, any uh, other questions? Well, uh, what month is Friday the 13th in the present? Ooh. It's just before they open, so I guess May? June. June, okay. Close. Uh, what was the dorm called that we first see people sleeping in? Comanche? Fox. Fox, okay. Uh, the insurance company in town by the library? Is that Jameson's? Yes. Huh? Yeah. I, yeah, I, I didn't notice that one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the bank? First National. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how far is Camp Crystal Lake from the store slash cafe? Uh, ooh... Roughly 20 miles? Yeah, I yeah. T- take anything around that because yeah. I said approximately 20 miles. Um, that truck was uh, had on it that dropped her off there. Oh, uh, oh. no, I can't remember. It's, it's a gasoline truck. Yeah, Elson yeah. oil. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought this one would be interesting. Uh, what year was the camp founded? 35. Yeah. And yeah, what cabin did Alice barricade herself into? Was that Comanche? That was. That was Comanche. That right? was Comanche. Okay. Yep. Okay. Is that it? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, what was the name of the delicatessen in the town? Uh, what well, is in like the dinery type place? Well, no, where the, the recent the, the beginning. The, no, as we saw, you know, First National and Jameson's. Oh, um, I don't know. No, Frank's. Frank's uh, Deli. Yeah. Uh, what year did the camp originally close? Um, I'm guessing 57? 58. Yeah, he drowned in 57 and then following the Oh, I thought he drowned in 56 and mm. then they, right. they, she killed him in 57. But okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So he drowned in 57 and they, yeah. she killed him in the 58. following summer, yeah. Uh, what was the locals' nickname for the camp? Camp Blood. Blood. Who owns the camp? The Christies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what state is uh, Camp Crystal Lake in? Disrepair. <laughs> hey! <brum. laughs> no. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh i don't know um i'm guessing i mean isn't it new jersey it is new jersey yeah uh what's mrs Voorhees' first name 
Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> Janet? Pamela. Pamela. Why didn't the camp open again in 1962? Because people were murdered there five years before, four years before. <laughs> because the water was bad. Whatever oh, that yeah. was. What is the name of the diner where Sandy works? Uh, Blair's Town. Blair's Town. And how much was Steve's bill in the diner? Wasn't it something like $2.30 or something? Yeah, two and a quarter. Uh, so two twenty-five. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the the cop car number that was sent out? I don't know. Uh, four. Number eight. Yeah. So that was it. Well, there we go. Oh, this is exciting, isn't it? Could this be your first win of a block of ten? I mean, we'll find out next week, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Yes, we will. Nice. Nice. Well, I'm gonna have to pull my socks off and do a bit of work this week. Oh aren't God. I? <laughs> well, I can only take it to a tie now. Mm. Stick with us, viewers, listeners, listener. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's last orders at the bar. Okay. Last orders at the bar, please. Last orders at the bar. All right. Okay. So we're yep. gonna sum this. Yeah, we sum, are. Sum this bitch up. Yeah, baby. Um, right. I guess I was expecting a lot less. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, ex- I mean, I, I wanted to do this film because it's, it's one of those films you probably should watch. Yeah. However, given the warnings, I maybe went in with low expectations and they weren't met. It was pretty, pretty good. I quite enjoyed it. Um, it's, it's got its issues, but I think that's just me being a little bit picky. Uh, I quite like it. And I hate to say it. I'd like to, I want to see more of this. I want to see where it goes. I mean, clearly not into the fucking realms of space and... <laughs> Hell and well, maybe, uh-huh. maybe we'll see. But um, we've got plenty of options for uh, when we get to our sequels. Well, yes, we, but we we definitely can cover two, three, four. Mm. Probably whether five. we want to or not. It's yeah, a yeah exactly. Matter. I wouldn't mind seeing two though. Mm-hmm. I mean, is is there a is there a, is there one that's meant to be like the one? Like you know when you say um, about Friday the thir- not Friday the third, <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street, you say like number three. Three is very good. Uh, I, th- I want to say. I see. I, I can't really. I've not watched these in a long time, and I've not watched them anywhere near as much as I have okay. the, the Friday. The, uh, I've done it now. <laughs> <You've> done it. <laughs> They're not my Elm Street films, um, but there's definitely one. I can't remember if it's three or five, but it's got Corey Feldman in it. Oh wow! Uh, and that's. I mean, uh, yeah. That's from what I remember. That's a pretty good one. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I, it makes me actually want to carry on with the mm. franchise a little bit. See see where it goes. En- ending notwithstanding, which wasn't perfect or ideal. I. I think. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I actually enjoyed this right. film. Good. Much more than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought this was probably going to sit around a three or a four, but actually I'm going to give it a very generous mm-hmm. six out of ten. Okay. Right. Well, there we go. That's uh, interesting. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sort of with you, really. It's uh, it's fine. Some bits are very, very good. Some bits aren't very, very good. And there are boobies as well. And there are boobies, which is always a bonus. Uh, but you know, on a budget of five hundred fifty thousand pounds, that's that's next to nothing. A twenty-eight day shoot—that's all it took. But it became the eighteenth highest-grossing film of the whole year. That's pretty damn good. Um, yeah, so there's a lot to like. There's a lot to recommend it. And it, it, as I said earlier, it could be argued that it's formulaic. But as it sort of invents the formula, I don't think you can blame it for that. Yes, there's a few things that, that could be improved, especially acting-wise. Uh, I don't think that's being too disingenuous to 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 say that. Um, I thought but it liked her. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. right. No, you yeah. mean everyone else. Uh, on the whole. Uh, but it's a good fun ride. It's a good slasher movie. And I, I do like a good slasher movie. Um, it's, it's fine. And I'm going to go straight down the middle with a five. Great. 11 out of 20. That's yeah. not bad. Over 50%. Yeah. There we go. Look at that. Doing the maths on the fly. I know. You are uh, amazing. <laughs> so that is it. That is our opinion of uh, Friday the 13th. Mm. What is yours? So please get in touch. Let us know. Send us a message at podcast at Aces Adventure. Drop us a message on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, just get in touch any way you like. I mean, just give us give us a smoke signal, but just let us know. Uh, <laughs> unless the phone line's cut, and then you're in trouble. Oh, yeah. Send us booze. We need booze. <laughs> yes, send us booze. We need clearly need more booze. <laughs> so uh, with all that then, would we like to maybe find out the tagline for next week's film? No, nah, not really. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Three episodes back and he's done. <laughs> um, all right, the tagline for next week's film that we will be looking at 
yeah. over two hours and 40 minutes. Uh, <laughs> the tagline for next week's film is The Man, The Music, The Madness, The Murder, The Motion Picture. That's the tagline? Yep. Okay. That's it. So I, I must, I, again, it's another one I've not seen. So I am. I know you have seen this. Mm. We've talked about this in the past. What have yes. you mean? You don't know. Oh no, sorry. You don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know what it is. Sure I don't it is, know man. I've seen it. So I am really excited about seeing this. Mm. All two and four <laughs> <laughs> oh, minutes. Jesus, they're longer than it. That's two <laughs> films almost. <laughs> it's it's like one and two thirds. Friday the thirteenth. Ay ay ay. But hopefully it'll be worth it. Whatever <laughs> yeah. it is, I think so. Pinch someone's phone. Subscribe to the podcast. Podcast. Take a picture of yourself doing it. Send it to us. You'll be on the website, on the Facebook page, whatever, on Twitter or X or whatever it's called this fucking week. X. X. But also, if there's something you're burning, burning us to talk about, so burning. Go to the burning, doctor. Yeah. Get some cream. If there's something you're burning you want us to talk about, then please also <laughs> let us know because people have got in touch in the past. They've wanted us to cover some films. We've, we have covered mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. So. Right then. Yeah. Uh, anything else then, Darren? <laughs> Oh, God. What? Until next time. I'm going to be doing that outside your bedroom door at four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, like we're going to be in bed at four in the morning. Okay. (sighs) Until next time, then. I've been Matt. And I am Darren. Cheersy! Oh, I like it. (laughs) Yeah, they'll be at rewind at some point. <laughs>